Welcome to another edition of Spilt Milk, the Puja Milk Reloaded podcast. I am your host, longtime commissioner, two-time and defending Puja Milk champion, Diz, joined as always by my main man, longtime Puja Milk member, enthusiast, runner-up, Giacomo Cardo, or uh, his as we call him, or That's right. has been called. Like the gene, remember the gene company, his, but it was H-I-S, this is H-I-Z. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's for kids. It's cool. That's mm-hmm. how we I mean that was the differentiator, right? That's right. And we're very excited. And I can tell you guys are excited, vibrating with excitement, mm-hmm. in fact, to be joined by the handsome, successful, always funny, uh, Mike Bear is joining us today. Special guest. Yes. Clapping for Thank Mike. you. I clap for myself. Yeah, thanks, Mike, me. for joining us. You know, to... Uh... To kind of fit in with everybody, if you want, you can call me Biz because like, it starts with you. <laughs> I think I don't know if James is listening in all of these things. If he is, uh, he's never hesitated to offer nicknames. Um, yeah. he was fact, always every, yeah. yeah. Every now and then, I see businesses that are named, and it makes me think that perhaps he's gotten into business just suggesting names for <laughs> gas stations and other things like I don't know specifically, I don't remember like snack stops, any of those kind of real. Just yeah, things that just would roll off James's tongue. He's My favorite was his that. names for people. Yeah, Doctor Scholars. You know, for Doctor Collar, who was a principal at Stevenson. Matt, in case you didn't wear, and there was Mandy Cobb. She was she went to Stevenson. She was Mandy Cobbers. <laughs> um, obviously, the most famous and my favorite is is PJ Buckets for TJ Duckett when TJ Duckett almost murdered him. That's in, right. In his basement. <laughs> so, that was awesome. That's my fave. We, me and James, we had an idea to start a hotel chain called the Relaxation Station. It's still, stay tuned. Still I remember yeah. that. Thank I you. Remember, I will. I, I will. That. I will stay tuned. <laughs> so, and you know, before we get further into it, can I ask you guys a question? And I don't want to take over anything, but why the fuck am I talking to you two? Uh, you guys are both Owen too. Why am I not? How come Baskin and, and Brad aren't running this? All right. So, well, first off, let's be honest. If they were running this, there would be what kind of program would that be? Just a monkey fight at the zoo, as far as yeah, they're just being loose pubic and chest hairs everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's there is that, but that is the thing I want to jump forward to. Like, because it's looking at the scoreboard here, Giacomo and I zero and two, and I look look here and I see uh, Baskin at two and zero, I see Brad at two and zero, and I see uh, Barchi at two and zero. And I was just reminded of uh, Christmas Vacation when he says, "Are you surprised, Clark?" And he's like, "If I woke up with my head <laughs> sewed to my head sewed to the carpet tomorrow, I wouldn't be more surprised yeah. than I am right now." So if you had said you're going to be Owen two, Jock's going to be Owen two, and oh by the way, uh, James, Mike, and Brad all in the mill and running. Incidentally, yeah. If you go back and listen to that episode, uh, it locks us into that. Are all off to extraordinary start so congratulations to them i consider this a complete anomaly this is a very strange year um, we're on the upside <laughs> down we're yeah. definitely on the upside down we have yeah, upside down <laughs> listen I, I this is the one thing i never like about fantasy football and i'm gonna every year i'm gonna keep saying it i have the six most points but i'm owing two now part of that's my fault if i would have followed my own rule not that i should have rules because i'm not that good I never changed my starting lineup the first three to four weeks based on, and I did that. I took Tyler Boyd out. If I would have had him in, I would have beat Brad. Oh, but back to my original point, there should be two games each week. You play everybody and the top six win, and then you have a head to head. 
Hmm. And and normally it works itself out, but there's been a couple of times I know teams that should have made the playoffs didn't make the playoffs because yeah. they got bum deals on on head-to-head matchups. I always overthink it. I'm like, <laughs> did you? I mean, I don't know if you heard Giacomo over that baby crying. That was just a lot, of baby. <laughs> I was, it was deafening. Yeah. I couldn't really. Blah, 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 blah. Here's why I'm 0-2. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> totally in my control. It's the scoring system. It's the scoring system. I it's had a four guys points this week. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you well, think that you had teams. more points and that someone stole the points from you and gave them to someone else? So, Barchi got 105. One of the lowest point totals anyone. This is what I don't like. It's not like you and I are strapping on helmets and playing each other in football. It's it's a It's a fake thing you get what i'm saying there shouldn't be yeah. a head-to-head element yeah. that's my yeah. point well i don't know i i think head-to-head makes it interesting i think particularly for me i bear it seemed like for you too i don't know uh having a game of the week to watch especially when my team was just getting drubbed and owned um was kind of fun it was fun to be able to see you and barchi kind of slugging it out and that this one came down so close um yeah I agree. I mean, obviously I paid close attention to it because it was my game, but then also being able to do the extra smack talk in the telegram mm-hmm. uh, was good. And uh, sorry, I'm just noticing Antonio Brown's out due to COVID. Great. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like it. Yeah. So, I mean, not to take anything away from, so looking at just the scoreboard here, like Nick's Nick offline, alleged human brazen, uh throws up 177 which is amazing right and sure he's the top team of the week and i I think that's just a given by the score but i don't know that it has to be okay well you're a winner if you score the most absolute points in some cases you good matchups or bad matchups um that's generally how i feel about it but i see where you're coming from josh i mean that's fantasy though i mean it's the same thing that's football it's like yeah if we didn't throw that interception we would have won but yeah but you did because that's how the game is played because, I mean, I think when we get to me versus James, that's going to be exciting. Even if we're terrible teams, it's going to – I for me, it's exciting. And I think having this program to hype it up further should make it more exciting. Yeah. Mikey and Mark, when those go head-to-head, although I know that one's not quite as a gentlemanly contest the way that James and I are, but I'm excited for that. I know that's coming up. It's kind of like the last seasons of college football, you know, in college game day, you know, they go to, like – they don't go to, like, you know – Alabama LSU they'll go to like North Dakota State versus you know you know butthole state you know because <laughs> it's just a popular game and it's something neat and different to do and it still gets attention yeah well thanks to Giacomo and his comments in between eating we've we've ruined a whole segment now but I think that's a good segment I like I was that just gonna segment. say Matt I can now hear you over Jack's chewing because he just swallowed sorry yeah yeah I've been muting it. I didn't you guys, it. I mean, you can't see John. He's got, I mean, he, he's not happy unless he's got both hands full and that's in the bedroom and apparently in the lunchroom. He's, he's yeah. He's literally been trying to swallow an 18 inch hoagie, like a Python <laughs> this whole time. He, <laughs> he finally got down to the seventh inch. That's very, it's a, it's a pita. That's, as you can hear. That's very true. He's, he's yeah. like, why don't you swallow between different foods? You keep like eating a sandwich and then yeah. with a mouthful of sandwich, you then eat a whole tomato like an apple. You fucking I didn't cut the tomato to put it in, so I'm, I want it combined. You see? Oh. Mm. Aren't you worried it's going to explode everywhere? No. I don't mind that. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. It was a rhetorical. All right. <laughs> well, so I, I, think, I think this is a good time to take a very quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk and get to know. Mr. Mike Bear a little bit. For those of you who don't know, have the pleasure of knowing Mike. So we'll take a quick pause and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
This guy's got some skills. Whoa, you need some man, Mr. Allen. Yo. Get men's Yukon Puma Fila. Twenty-nine two for fifty. Women's VKNY pre-torn Apollo Gucci. Twenty-nine two for fifty. Kids Converse Fila or K Swiss. Twenty-nine two for fifty. If you wanna win, be the man, Mr. Allen. Nobody beats Mr. Allen. All right, welcome back to the program. We, as I said, we're very excited to have our special guest Mike Bear with us today. Uh, I think one of the fun things about being able to do this this year, you know, it's, it's as our league has progressed. And we've put time and some wear and tear on the tires. There's people who don't know each other in this league. And there are some delightful human beings here. Mike is one of them. Uh, I want to give you guys a chance to get to know him. Giacomo is supposed to be asking questions in a minute. And I'm watching a man with the most full mouth I've ever seen. Uh, he went to broadcasting school, by the way, folks. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a professional. He's a professional. Yeah, clearly. I'm so ready. Mike, I, well, obviously, we're going to glean your sense of humor just talking to you. This guy's a father. He's a professional. He's a husband. He's Armenian, which I'm excited about uh, for, for my own household connections. Indeed. That's uh, fake news. Look at that Afghani. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Yeah. yeah. But, Mike, I'm to understand you're not a packaging engineer now? Well, no, you had it right. I am a professional packaging Armenian. So yeah. that's my official title. No, I, I, I am still in packaging. I am not, we'll say, boots on the ground at a plant packaging things. Um, I have a very boring job, um, that I'll try to explain. I, I work at a corporate level for a large automotive supplier named Magna. If anyone works in the automotive industry, you've probably heard it. And I, uh, sit in the corporate office and this is going to sound super important. I am the global subject matter expert with regards to packaging. So I provide advanced design and direction to try to move how we pack things into the future efficiently uh, and futuristically. Yeah. Uh, and trust me, it's not that important. And I'm not trying to make it sound important. That's just literally what I do and, and what, and, and, and how I'm what sorry. I dozed off. Is bear picking up a guy named Howie packing? What's going on? <laughs> no, no, is no, <laughs> just no. I, sorry. Yeah. I, I tried to come no. up with a better name and I couldn't off the top of my head. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing, Bear, in terms of it sounding impressive, because I was trying to think about my own resume, if somebody were to ask me in this forum what I do, which no one has, so I'm not going to get into that, but it would sound impressive also. And I think that's, you know, one, it's uh, it's, uh, building things up, but two, we're also becoming old men, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. So in terms of credential, we start all of a sudden having some level of expertise. So my my assumption, Matt, was that for you working for Amway, you gather up all the non-believers, and then right. Betsy and and her husband <laughs> just probably eat them at night or something. <laughs> well, there's a cannibalization element, um, but yeah. I don't know, man. What have you been up to lately aside from fantasy football? What do you like to do? And then I think we can get into the games and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, now you know with uh, with this whole pandemic thing. Uh, you know, I'm on the side that believes it's it's real, um, you know, mainly because right now I'm actually currently recovering from uh, the coronavirus. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I am a vaccinated person and still got it and it kicked my butt. And uh, I went and got uh, an, what do they call it? the monocular antibody treatment yesterday, which is supposed to speed up the recovery of it. And it's helping a lot. But uh, I got knocked on my can uh, for a good five days there. Um, so that took up a lot of my time, but really, you know, besides, uh, 
working in my basement. You know, we live on a, a, a nice small uh, lake here uh, in beautiful Commerce Township. Uh, so the family and I this year, you know, we spent more time on that boat uh, than we probably ever have since we've lived here. So a lot of swimming, a lot of fishing, um, a lot of house projects, uh, probably to the chagrin of my employer, had they known how many house projects I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm about two thirds of the way done redoing uh, my deck. Um, but, uh, you know, we took a family vacation down to South Carolina. We were up near the Glen Arbor area this year, and that's what kind of been doing the whole summer, just really kind of taking it easy. Nice. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Bear has uh, beautiful twin babies. Uh, I do. Who are, they're bigger now. They're not babies. Uh, and also took a big chunk of his thumb, I believe, off uh, remodeling a bathroom some time ago. Is that right? Well, well no. I actually um, cut my fingertips off. There you um, go. Yeah. I cut two of my fingertips off about four years ago. Well, no, six years ago now, because Caitlin was pregnant, uh, redoing the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, that was that caught my attention because I do some handymaning myself, and I thought, oh boy. Yeah, I don't recommend it. I mean, yeah. I'm almost the perfect criminal if I can figure out a way to break into a bank safe with two fingers because my fingerprints aren't all there. Mm -hmm. So if I cut off the rest of my fingertips, I should be good. Well, I like that. But yeah. <laughs> So far, no, I only stepped on a nail for the deck, and then I almost did a front somersault off of it. So no, no, I didn't lose any body parts this time. And we also got a COVID dog, uh, Myrtle. She's uh, she's a gray and brown pit bull, and she's very sweet, and uh, we love her. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. Jock, any questions for Mike? You want to add any, any I mean, anecdotes? <clears throat> I'll just say... Uh, when the COVID started, Bear got me into uh, some uh, online poker, which was fun for for. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, that was a big thing. And uh, and I'm also in Bear's other league, which his brother started years ago. He finally convinced me to join it, and we did a live draft. And uh, you know, I know that's a thing of the past for a lot of people our age with kids and all those other nuisances we have. But live draft—that's where it's at. He had a, he did a good job. Thank you. It was fun. Uh, you know, we have a penalty shot, which is made up of some Everclear and, and apple uh, pie type shots uh, that I think kind of helps everyone kind of loosen yeah. up. Um, it's the best part of the whole season. I mean, aside from me murdering Jock uh, this past week. In the, in the <laughs> yeah, that was bad. He Brad, Brad's, Brad was there. He's not in the league. He just sits there in one chair and doesn't just, move. And get drunk. Yeah. Just <laughs> okay. got drunk. No, you, you know. get him like a referee shirt or something, so he's got yeah. a roll. I like yeah, that. Just, I like this idea. Just save. We'll just shave a one-inch strip every other inch on his chest, and it'll look like a ref shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, initially, I was jealous of this other league. I've I've overcome my jealousy. Uh, we're in another league with James too, and you know, and I think for the purposes we're doing right now, it helps a lot because you get you get other teams and other references. So I think if it's all right with you, gentlemen, we'll take another quick break, uh, and we'll get back and we'll uh, we'll recap. The games of this last week or this past week. We can probably talk a little waivers too. I don't know if there's anything as interesting. But we'll take a quick break. We are back. 
joined this week with special guest Mike Bear. Thank you again for joining us. We're going to take a look at the games of this last week. I think starting with uh, the game of the week. I had I had nominated a second tier game of the week, but I think this was the real game of the week. And that was uh, your game, Mike, with uh, Mr. James Barchi. Matt Millen Award for Draft and Aptitude winner, uh, Mr. Autodraft. But uh, it seemed like everything went right, right for him, or at least uh, what he needed from Monday night is what he got. Um, yeah. Jock, Mike, anything to, anything to add on this game? Anything we want to recap here? Uh, it's embarrassing uh, for me. Uh, I guess we'll say embarrassing. I mean, especially when you look at the quarterback matchup to Dak Prescott to Russell Wilson. I mean, 38 points to just under 10. I don't know how you win when your quarterback scores you 9.8 points, but here we are. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've heard enough from Giacomo and I'm actually glad I'm on here now with, you know, my garbage pick of Robbie Anderson. Sorry, but you know, <laughs> showed up. he showed up for me. Yeah. 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 He, he, yeah. He didn't do well in week, uh, in, in week two In week one, he had a good week. You know, uh, Henry Ruggs, I had him last year. He was very on and off. So, and kind of like you mentioned, Jock, about changing lineups early in the season. So you kind of figure out what you have. You know, I didn't put him in, and and, and apparently I should have. Um, you know, James White, I, I, I was so mad when I drafted him because he's a New England running back and mm -hmm. the most frustrating people to have on your team. Um, and then obviously with uh, Josh Jacobs, uh you know, getting hurting his ankle and his toe, uh, you know, made for some tough decisions for me. I, I didn't expect to win. Uh, I got a little excited at the end, but then, uh, you know, Barchi here pulled it off. Yeah. I was like, I mean, if it was fun to watch, like I was saying earlier, it's fun to have a, a matchup to watch outside of your own. And it was fun that it came down to a Monday night Lions Packers game to, to be able to be watching and looking at the score and saying like, well, what does Barchi need to pull this out? Yeah. I mean, and, and Giacomo's other, big point I think in our draft coverage here was that you know Denver running backs are a no-no for him we right. need to have a ton of other options but uh I can imagine Giacomo scoring some points in, in his own uh checklist there too that's right yeah well yeah. and the, Way to and go, the thing here this is Barchi's team he got lucky because there's a low scoring matchup he's got two at the end of the day pretty garbage running backs I mean Swift will be okay yeah um, this is what he's going to be. You know, you got Godwin will be good. Hawk's going to be tight end number one. He will. He's, Eight he's catches for two games in a row now. Yeah. He's been pretty solid. And uh, his receivers are going to be decent. But this is what Barchi's going to be. He's not going to go undefeated. Don't worry. He's no. going to finish in the bottom half. He's got probably the best receiving core in in, in our league, uh, top right. to bottom. Um, but, yeah, you know, you got to be more complete than that. And at times that's going to do him well, and other times it's going to hinder him. Right. Yeah, and James White is an interesting one. Like you said, Barry, he's tough to predict. I mean, I think game flow is the key with New England running backs, but against the Jets, you would have expected them to be grinding it out more, and you you know, you need more Damian Harris, Damian Harris than uh, James White. But with Cam gone, I mean, he's got a chance to catch those kind of dump off passes that uh, we're getting out of uh, Brady 2.0. What's his name? Mac, Mac Jones. Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah, this yeah. young man. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take the low risk shot. So I think yeah. um, I think uh, White's gonna be is it what what's his name White whatever his name James is. White he's, yeah yeah he's James gonna be a, a factor again as he was Mac, years ago. Mac the Body Jones, I believe, is what he goes. By. Yeah, yeah, Mac the body. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mac Heat. So then we'll go to my uh, 
Well, unless there's other stuff to add, I no. I mean, I think uh, my humiliating loss to uh, well, no, here's Yahoo's. It's easy to complain about Yahoo, isn't it? When you try to learn new things, it's always <laughs> for us. To our my earlier comment about becoming an old man, that's yeah. uh, that's another indicator that we're becoming old men. Like this is new. I don't like new things. I like yeah. old things that I predict. Uh, my yeah, your your team is shockingly there. bad, and I don't mean that to be inflammatory, <laughs> Matt. But it, yeah. it's surprising how bad it is. I'm with you on that because here's the deal. I look at some of the names. Save my garbage tight end which i knew was going to be the case kind of coming into the season yeah. and i don't just on face value dislike my team like i thought robert woods was going to be what cooper cup is right. um so you know in this case to go head to head and get cooper cup to blow up on the other side of the ball uh not great for me um you know as you can tell but i no, not not taking anything away from dan i, I think he had a pretty competitive score for a lot of the games in the league. And, uh, you know, I was happy to see Terry McLaurin pop off even, even with a backup, you know, their backup quarterback in the game. Now Julio Jones showing some signs of life, but I mean, after two weeks of Ryan, Ryan Tannehill and see it in my waiver claims this week, uh, I'm ready to see what else I could get out of that position because uh, their offensive line, I think is not so good. And uh, it seems like Derrick Henry is going to be carrying that team. I, I know he's propelled some people to victory here too. Yeah, I wouldn't give up. I mean, they played at Seattle, and he had 350 yards passing. I mean, but you're right, Henry the score. took up the scoring there. But, you know, I, Dan's team, I, I've said, he, he's got a he's got a solid team. His, You know, Taylor's his number one, and Najee Harris broke out in his mm -hmm. second game. So, I mean, it would – how did he have so many points though? He uh, forty three yards. Cooper Cup. We got eight points Cup. out of Tampa's defense too. That, yeah, I mean, anytime we'll you're getting up. that kind of contribution from a defense, you've got definite it, advantage. Eighteen points in a defense in this league is like fifty points in a defense in any other league. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The, the, our defensive settings are a thing that, for future conversation, we might look at to adjust because we have a lot of penalties baked in there. Yeah, uh, bright spots for me. I mean, Tony Pollard looking like he might be able to have a bigger role in Dallas than people expected at some point. So I'm happy about that. Uh, and then obviously, I'm sorry, who said that was going to happen this year too? Well, he, I it was, uh, <laughs> that's it right. Was a gentleman, I think a Zeke Elliott by the end yeah. of the year. See you later. He's dead. He, no longer dead guy. Top fantasy pick. You're calling him a dead guy. Is he's he... going to be a dead guy by the end wow. of the year. Wow. He's yeah. not currently a dead guy, but Mark Ingram, uh, and, that Lindsay, well. and I think all of the Denver running backs. Oh, Melvin Gordon's a dead guy, Jock. I forget your dead guy shortlist, but oh, the worst. I like dead guy as a term. You know, that would be a good thing. You know, like Gator and Anderson 97 1, they go over the list of things that uh, Gator hates. You should have a running list of Jock's dead guys. But you know what, Bear? It's funny you mentioned that because uh, I stole that. That's a Mike Valeni thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, he says he's a dead guy. So that's. Okay. Well, that's he's a, that, yeah. I mean, he's a garbage person as far as I'm concerned. So <laughs> that's, well, I don't know. I know he's had beef with the Detroit Lions organization, and I suppose that's plausible. But he's right. On, long, I'm not going to get into it. But long, he talked a lot of trash about them. So they the, the story was that they pulled them off 97-1 because of him. They came back this year. They're back on 97-1 again. Yeah. So well, I, the, the story was that the Lions are a crap organization, then it's him. So that's my point. I, yeah, I think that's reasonable. They they told ninety seven one. They said him or us, and they exactly him. like that's that's you know preschool. Bull. 
I, like I they wouldn't, I, Patricia wouldn't do interviews with yeah. him. Like it's they, they are. I think they're better now with their you know GM and, and all that stuff. Hopefully, I think. Free, but yeah, I I'm gonna play aside because I don't want to get into this and be a Lions Homer conversation <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I think across the board, the Detroit Lions seem like a better organization now. Yes, I, just yes. from the content that they put on social media and YouTube, for example, their media department has gotten way better. They're starting so I, to get it. Mm-hmm. they're starting to quote unquote get it yeah exactly it's not as hard to be a fan of that organization anymore from adding cheerleaders whether that's good or bad but just thinking about well what else can we do to make people be interested in this football team other than look, trot out a team that's going to lose well they have to do other because they don't win yeah exactly well, yeah well they didn't used to do it they used to just be like we don't win and you get nothing right and also we'd like more money please you know, maybe the yeah. occasional nip slip from the cheerleader. Right. Well, <laughs> but, but Friday, they didn't even have those for a while. Well, one, I'm saying now, we yeah. look the nip slips. Right. Because, I mean, they because yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I don't think that ever <laughs> happened. And if it did, I don't know how you'd feel about it when it was like a lady spinning a baton. I remember. Yeah. That lady. Or, yeah. 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 It was almost Brown's nip or something. Well, I mean, let's not get too excited here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I need to take a break. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we're going to look at, uh, well, Mikey, the recently newly minted Mario Andretti race crew, which uh, <laughs> we'll leave that right there, uh, uh, taking on team offline. And as we mentioned, who is that a picture of? Is that him? I don't get it. It kind of looks like him. I think he sent me a text to say who it is. And honestly, I mean, I can't be bothered. I, and, it was a name okay. that I didn't know. And I was just like, yeah, sure, Mikey, that's some guy. And, and sorry, and I, and I don't want to hurt the flow of the show, but can someone help me understand the Mario Andretti reference? Is this just making fun of Jock because he's Italian, or I don't know. tackle this one, Giacomo? You want I honestly don't know. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think Mark is engaging with this content at all. I mean, he might be. So I'm, 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 I'm picking my words carefully because I don't want like an explosion of hate mail across every social media <laughs> outlet that I participate in. But uh, Mikey, for whatever reason. Um, and I think back to a, a phrase uh, coined by uh, uh, Charlie Murphy, which was, for whatever reason, Rick James thought he was that N-word to steal on. Ah. Uh, so for whatever reason, Mikey has chosen Mark <laughs> as, as that N-word to steal on. Got it. Um, so uh, much to Mark's chagrin, and he has not uh, helped the situation by being calm, although he's been pretty quiet this year, other than, I think, more private threats of violence. Um, but in the league channels, he's been pretty quiet. Uh, well, and I've told Mark, I'm like, the only reason he does it to you is because you react. So if you didn't yeah. say, you know what I mean? You're right. so mad, but it's silly. No, I mean, it's all silly. If assuming he is, you know, staying quiet, I think that will take some air out of the fire and, and it is getting more desperate in terms of, uh, you know, so Mario Andretti race crew is an acronym. Uh, ah. uh, so I, I think, but. I do think Mikey's giving us too much credit for being witty and clever and understanding it. Now, this forum, should we ever welcome Mikey onto this forum? You know, he could explain uh, his thinking. But I think that the the aforementioned uh, Charlie Murphy phrase is, 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 at least is how I've always thought about it. Okay. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, thank so, you. Mikey and uh, alleged human... Nick offline brazen, maybe he'll be on here and he can prove that he's real. Cause I, I, I as I've mentioned, I, uh, I have my doubts. He's not real. Yeah. You said you've I've met seen him. him. I've seen him. He's real. I've seen him twice. Actually. 
Take a did you take a picture of him? I will next time. Yeah. I see he doesn't have a, like a LinkedIn. Who doesn't have a LinkedIn? I don't even know what the guy does. Does he collect recyclables? Do you think like, he's is he Neve from Catfish, maybe? <laughs> yeah. That he could be Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. He's, uh, he's uh Manti Teo's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Kalani. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> well, recapping this game, it's a high scoring affair. Uh, you know, tough luck for Mikey to come away with the loss to Giacomo's point. Uh, you know, if you're going head to head, certainly he would have beat a number of other people in the league. Um, but I guess the real story here, and I had seen something on Reddit that I thought was funny, was a I played Derrick Henry this week support group. Um, <laughs> so Derrick Henry obviously catapulting Nick to victory. Uh, Lamar Jackson obviously didn't hurt his chances either. Big performances there. Mikey gets what you'd hope to get out of Pat Mahomes, and certainly he paid the price to get him. Um, Dalvin Cook, Daryl Henderson, both those guys uh, got dinged up in those games, though. So you will see how it plays out this week, but there's some injuries of note on the Mikey side of the ball. Jock, Mike, any observations on this one? Or are we kind of um, like, oh, they did good. Good for them. No, I mean, good for them. You know, uh, I had uh, Lamar during his MVP year, so I was super excited to draft him the next year, which I believe was last year. And he just kind of blew, you know, he was more of a running back than a quarterback. So, you know, it's kind of, I don't know if it's, it's boom or bust. Maybe it's, you know, boom or boom, uh, mm-hmm. with Lamar, but a good week. Um, you know, I was kind of salty. I thought I was going to get Mahomes at the end of the second round until Mikey picked him right before me. Uh, so really nothing to say. I'm kind of glad he lost, uh, because of that, because I, you know, I hold on to things for a long time, but I mean, <laughs> Lamar and Dehan, you know, carried him to victory uh, for the yeah. state person. Nick's team this week is one of the rare times. There's not one dud on there. Your, right, your lowest say, point yeah, total is, is yeah. Andrews with eight. So, I mean, and I'll tell you, having an eight-year-old who really loves football, Derrick Henry, like there's like five players that him and all his little friends know. Derrick Henry's the stiff arm guy. Like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, he is, to me, he's the running back now. Like, he's the guy, you know? Yeah, he's I playing mean, lights out. There's no doubt yeah. about it. And, and, and like you and, said, Giacomo, I mean, I we, we call out those guys because of the big box score. But you're like you said, across the board, Jamar Chase did a nice job. Hopkins showed up for him. Chris Carson, who's just kind of the most boring yet very consistent player. Um, Chase Edmonds even got in the mix. I mean, he he, he had everybody show up. Yeah, Greg, I, I, Greg the leg hit a 57-yarder to win it at the buzzer. So there you go. Greg, I just wanted to say Greg the leg because I like that. And yeah. Kareem Hunt not showing up really for Mikey. To me, that feels like, like justified in the universe to me because like when I thought about Kareem Hunt at the beginning of the year, I'm like, he's splitting carries. He's not going to be consistent. So I was happy to see him come back to earth a little bit because he had that big week one. And it looked like Kareem Hunt was going to be this steal of a running back. He still could be, I suppose. But uh, this is a little more of what I was expecting in terms of the ups and downs you get from a guy like Kareem Hunt. And if you watch Browns games, they legit split carries. Like Hunt will play a whole series and then Chubb will play like two series. So they they have a legit split. And they don't switch them at the goal line either. Like mm-hmm. it's – so it's they're, it's always risky using those guys. Well, Hunt's a premier back. On any other team, he'd be the starter. It's just right. Nick Chubb in the same team. And his value doesn't really shine until Nick Chubb gets hurt, which he generally does every single year. Yeah, very well could play out that way. I mean, What if they again, combined names and they were called Chubb Hunt? Like hmm. looking for Chubbs. I like that. That, sound, that sounds like a like a website like Bang Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Chubb Hunt. Chubb Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. 
I'm sure that domain is registered. I, yeah. um, I'm not going to try to my work computer. I like that we figured out that TJ Hawkinson is Eddie Vedder's son. We did okay. determine. We did that. find that out. Yeah, through research right. and uh, well, I mean, I don't know what you facial identification. A lot of science went into it. I think, <laughs> and we also determined that Eddie Vedder did not drive, in fact, a Honda Civic as I suggested, but evidently a Toyota. Uh, so let's keep all that uh, top of mind. Brad has it in his backyard. He wanted it at an auction. <laughs> it's, it's, got, it's got his hair in it. It's really no, valuable. He, he just kept the front seat and just sniffs the bottom of it. Oh, that's he was sitting here when he wrote black. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that very, very high note, we will pause uh, once more for an ad, and we'll get back to the remaining three games here from week two. For the best of everything, let's go Krogery. You can always count on us. Let's go Krogery, Krogery, Krogery. Let's go Krogery. You can always count on us. Let's go Krogery. Count on us for everything, including the prize. For the best of everything, let's go Krogery. You can always count on us. So we're back. Thanks for hanging in there. We get three more games to recap through week two. Balloons I can touch and lick, and the Laurel Park Desert Roses. This was the undercard. This was my one B when we were talking about matchups of the week. And look at I mean, it. Honestly, it didn't disappoint. This is another shootout. Um, Owen two unexpected Giacomo team, uh, and a two and O also unexpected Brad team. Um, yeah, it's it's impressive. I mean, good. He's two and zero. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, <laughs> Brad, Brad doesn't normally do well at fantasy football. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. And and you know what's funny to me is some of the picks where it was like, what is Brad doing? Like Cordero Patterson, for example, my other yeah. brother Cordero. Um, you know, he's on the bench in this game, obviously, but he's looking like a really good investment. Yeah, I talked to uh, some trash about Logan Thomas, but certainly he's getting more production on a Logan Thomas than I am on my tight end. Uh, yeah, I did, you know, I to took say. out I took out Tyler Boyd, like I mentioned, and I put in Jacoby Myers, and that I would have won. It was four points off. There you go. If uh, 10, 10.8. So that's my own fault there, but credit to Brad. And, you know, I knew he was we, – we were texting back and forth. He said, I hope – Travis Kelsey's appendix burst or something on Sunday night. And I said, I hope uh, the Green Bay defense does a bunch of cocaine off Aaron Jones's ass and they all get suspended. And as you can see, that didn't happen. Maybe Aaron Jones did do cocaine, but it made him run really good. Yeah. I mean, which isn't a surprise. It was the Lions. So, you know, credit here. I, I screwed the pooch. Don't trust the – that's another rule I have. Don't trust a Patriots receiver not main, named Randy Moss. And he's not coming back. So yeah, the crazy. Well, it's a yeah. mild, mild decision. Jock, you got something out of your defense, Mike. Sorry, you were going to say something. No, you're fine. I just uh, talking about this. You know, Jock, you should really have two losses in this thing. Anytime you lose to Brad and fantasy, <laughs> that should be a new round <laughs> extra. <laughs> no, I like it. And Jogum, I guess we'll make the comment because I equally disappointed. I had made some investments in this backfield too. Good on you for not being optimistic and trotting out Trey Sermon because holy cow, 
Yeah, you carry yeah. the ball one time, you fumble, and you're concussed immediately. Yeah. I don't know what it is about putting on a gold helmet as a running back, but I hope you like the food at the hospital because that's where you're going. Well, and I and we talked about James. I told him he spent all that money. It was fool's gold on that other guy. What's his name? Eli Mitchell or something? Yeah. That guy's easy. I don't know, man. He got hurt again? He, that guy got hurt now? He left with the shoulder stinger. Basically, every running play. back on their roster wow. did get hurt. So Trey yeah. Sermon was concussed. Jamichael Hasty, who I'd picked up on the cheap, uh, I think has seriously injured his ankle, or at least his timeline's kind of indefinite. But I don't think they've updated on uh, Eli or Elijah no. more. I don't really know the man's name. He's the guy that, that James really paid up to get. Um you know, so we'll see how that plays out. But this is two years in a row where if you're a San Francisco running back, you're going to get hurt. But here's the other thing of that San Francisco running back equation, because carry on Johnson is on their practice squad now, and he might get some run this week. Literally if, anyone, uh, anyone who plays running back for the San Francisco 49ers is going to put up stats. No, it's a, he had quite a game. Yeah, so congrats to, uh, to, to Brad for eking it out. I don't know if it's the the curse of not being falsely humble, which incidentally, if you ever talk to James about fantasy football, he is the king of I'm going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> My team's no good. He knows his team is good. He, but he understands that if you piss into the wind with the fantasy gods, you will get made humble like you're going against the Iron Sheik. Uh, so I say this knowing that I probably would be 0-3. It can't last for Brad. It just can't. No. I mean, maybe. I, but I don't believe it. Um, Bear, I, I'm rooting for you. Barchi, I, I don't see it either. Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah, Kyler Murray and in, in, uh, Derek Henry, those are his two big guys, right? I mean, that's a that's a lethal combination. But, yeah, I mean, in, in – if we go with history, Brad's already Brad's won the only two games he'll win all season. <laughs> well, and that's why I complain about the format, but it's also doesn't matter when you lose a lot of times, getting those points, obviously that could be a big tiebreaker at the end. Right. So yeah. All right. So we got this other one to recap here. Mike Baskin's holdouts versus the joint chiefs of Stafford um, with potentially offensive uh, artwork that one would expect. Uh, from Mark, or at least I would expect. Um, in any case, uh, what are we seeing? What jumps out to you on the page here? Uh, obviously, it's not a total blowout, but uh, Baskin won reasonably handily here. Yeah, and similar to Brad, you know, Baskin continues to win in spite of himself um, being terrible at fantasy. But, uh, you know, Brady and Gronk, I mean, I feel like I'd be looking at someone's lineup from 2005 and. Uh, Ugh. Still just as uh, so productive. Yeah. Gronk's gonna die for at least a few games in the season. He'll be gone. This is, and then he'll probably come back for the playoffs. But what's interesting about this matchup, you see Lockett had a million points for Seattle. On the other side, uh Mark had DK Metcalf, who didn't do much at all. Right. It's interesting. I'm pretty sure Metcalf was ahead of Lockett as far as draft. So it's interesting. So far this season, it's kind of been Metcalf who's been, or um, excuse me, Lockett who's been the guy. But that's going to be uh, something to, to look at uh, in Seattle there because they're going to put up points. Yeah, interesting to me too. It's it's it feels similar. 
on my end too, like thinking Robert Woods would, would be another producer. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing some Cooper cup with the quarterback change there. In this case, the quarterback's the same. It's just, uh, you know, Lockett's always been there, but like, you're right. You're paying a significantly higher price for DK Metcalf. Well, since it's just a, a podcast between us, we can say this. Matthew Stafford's a racist. He likes Cooper Cup. He doesn't like Robert Woods. That's agreed. That's, agreed. That's, Thank you. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> none of us are surprised by that part, given, <laughs> given his his body of work. Jock, the other thing I'll call out here because yeah. I know uh, it, it's, it'd be infuriating to you. Devin Singletary uh, has an explosion oh, on the bench. Oh God! Yeah, um, except he had one big run, forty yard rush TD. That's all. Yeah. So, so I could have done that with a decent yeah. block. He well, and when they were, you know, I mean, as much as we want to feel bad about the Detroit Lions and uh, their rebuilding process, I think the expectations for the Dolphins were pretty high. Obviously, they lose Tua and just get the bottom knocked out of them in this game, which, uh, you know, it's going to help any run game where you get a blowout that that's, that's that substantial. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, Buffalo lost to Pittsburgh week one. They're a, they're a contender, and that that's what contenders do when they get blown out, when they lose a game they shouldn't have lost. They they knock a bad team down just like the Lions got blown out. So yeah, but Josh Allen has not been starting well. He's had a slow start. Yeah, certainly in terms of what you're paying for him in the drafts, but mm-hmm. um, see how it plays out. It was one I think where last year they're saying did, did, last week we did the NFL figure out Josh Allen and he's hanging around. Uh, certainly the NFL seems to have figured out uh, Ryan Tannehill or at least um, their lack of a left guard at the moment. Right. That's complaining about my team, which is fun. Thanks. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So last game to recap here, Michael Servey's tip top team uh, takes on Mo Money, Mo Problems. This is more of the Servey that I'm used to seeing. Um, although <laughs> in terms of star power, there is some on his roster, uh, but he gets handled here in a get right game for James after that Aaron Rodgers abysmal performance last week. Cortland Sutton looking like a great investment. Um, as I see it, obviously I had some investment in Denver wide receivers, but Cortland Sutton seems like the guy. What jumps out to you, fellas? Well, uh, you know, like you said, I, I think in this week for a lot of people, it just was, and I, Jack, I was texting you about our game in other league. It's just a shitty fantasy week. Yeah. I mean, Serby does have a decent roster, just no one did well. But <laughs> as I said, Matt, you can't trust, as long as uh, Patrick Mahomes is there, I don't care how talented they are. You can't trust Kansas City running backs. It, it, that was they scored thirty-five points. That was not a low-scoring game, and you yeah. get two out of their starting running back. He was well, basically on history, though. He drafted him last year and did well with him. I, I'm just, yeah, he's not the uh, Kansas City running back is not a is not an RB one. That's an RB two. And by the way, your RB two is the most garbage running back ever, Montgomery. So <laughs> sorry, Serby. He. He they handed to him like fifty eight times a game. That's a good game for him right there. He yeah. sucks. <laughs> and by the way, James, I hope you hear this. Yeah, your Eli Mitchell played the Detroit Lions in Week One. Okay, then he played a decent team in Philly, a good defense, and this is what he's going to be. Even yeah. though he got knocked out of that game, so glad you spent all your. Uh, yeah. Reward points or whatever the hell we call them. You know. <laughs> Can we call them reward points? I, yeah. <laughs> Fab bucks. Reward I, I can't. I, I hope yeah. he hears this. I'll get so many hate texts. <laughs> It'll I, like the sky will be flying as he texts. That's what I want. <laughs> you know, I do. It's funny. We were at a we were at a wedding this past weekend, and there was a gentleman there who looked like James, but he was really smiley. And I oh, was weird. calling him Happy James. Oh, weird. 
because <laughs> like James's face is most of the time not happy. I mean, there are isolated pictures. I went to his Facebook to try to compare and contrast with this fellow, and most of the pictures of him, he's got a scowl on his mug. But yeah. there's some. I think you know maybe maybe Amy's bringing it out of him. Um, uh, but but yeah, the, the scowling James and the spitting James and get that. We left some points on the bench. Um, he's got insurance policies here for Washington. It looks like Saquon Barkley's getting off to a slow start, but he seems to have invested in enough running backs that he's not hurting for options. I do um, like Hollywood Brown, though. It's good to see Hollywood yeah. Brown get some get some play. Get some run. If you will, James is always very, very good at identifying talent and fantasy and surrounding his team. It's always good from top to bottom. It's always solid. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And I think in the long run, it's hard to imagine him not competing. No, James is going to send Bear an edible arrangement. I know. I love Bear. Bear knows what he's talking about. You, you idiot, (laughs) And I love a good whopper. He does know how to tell the sports, Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I but Giacomo, I'm with you. I think what I'm observing, I mean, I don't know how many years ago we put the fab system in place, free agent budget, auction, auction budget. I think it's year uh, four. Yeah, year four. I mean, at first, and I would say historically, James has been pretty reluctant to. Um, yeah, now I was surprised. Early. So this is the first time I've seen him do that. Um, and, you know, and Eli Mitchell, assuming his shoulder's not really hurt, it, it could no, he could still be good. He could know. still be good, but um, you know, as a competitor of James, I'm happy to see him but, take mean, a huge bad hit early in the season. Is great. Put it this way, though, Aaron Jones is great. One of the best running backs. He's not going to get four touchdowns every week. The, De- right. De- the Detroit Lions defense may end up being the worst defense ever, and they've had some bad defenses. So they've got right. sixth round undrafted guys out there that I, I we might end up playing cornerback for them. So I mean, yeah. I would love mm-hmm. to play quarterback for the Lions. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> I was just imagining the resume of like, what did you do this week? Why well, I, I soiled my shirt with some chili earlier. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm here. Yeah. Uh, think their middle linebacker, Alex Alzone. I'm like, who yeah. the f- is this? And he's actually pretty good if you watch yeah. the game. I assume he's like, one of your cousins from I never Toronto. Heard of him. Well, Alzone, yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. They mentioned his name through training camp, and I had no idea what they were talking about. And I thought it was like one of those special teamer kind of guys, yeah. not a guy who would be living on the field the way he is. That guy's out there for like every snap on defense. They cut the fat Hawaiian that the fat guy wanted. Yeah. He's with the fat guy's team in New England now. And yeah. that's that guy's better than their second-round pick from last year. That's an that's interesting true. organization, I'll tell you. It, no, it really is. <laughs> uh, so we're going to pause – Uh, Just quick again for uh, some commercial messages for you to enjoy. We'll be right back. Little Caesar's Pizza, tastiest in town. A winner and a wee slice it all the way around. The carryouts are good and hot. Great for nighttime snacks. Or sit down at Little Caesar's. Just order and relax. If you want variety, there's a family in for you. It's a winner. Come in and see Little Caesar's. For our ad in the news and free press TV books for a free pizza. All right, welcome back. Joined by his and uh, what were we saying? Biz, Mike Barrel. Uh, yeah, Mike mm-hmm. Bear uh, yep. is he's, he's named known in terms of birth certificate and other government provided <laughs> ID. Uh, incidentally, well, there was if, a, if I got an update. Right. What's that? I said if Jack's mom read my birth certificate. Well, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rosa. 
got that breaking alert that uh, Mike actually has been added as a member of the Detroit Lions. Uh, immediately on the COVID list, though. Um, oh, so yeah, uh, yes, I am sitting out this week. Oof, oof. Brad Holmes stepped in it on this one, uh, but he was seduced <laughs> by the tape. What do you want to say? Um, by the tape or the taint? Well, you know, it's <laughs> the tape of the taint. <laughs> we'll get into our game of the week for this week. Uh, I guess I'll take my first shot at this one, Jock, because you called it last week. And then, I, you know, I think that it's, it's totally fine to say, okay, we all agree on the game of the week. I'm looking at another Mike Barrel matchup. So Mike, mm-hmm. Mike Barrel versus uh, Mike Baskin here in holdout. And um, both because I know you guys pay attention and because Baskin's kind of more on the, like the whiny end of things. So I think there's potentially some drama to watch unfold here. I don't know. What yeah, do you yeah, guys yeah. think? Where do you think about game of the week? Yeah, I think I can do it. I just, I need Josh Jacobs to be healthy. Uh, he's questionable right now. He missed last week. So uh, hopefully if he can get a couple practices in, I think it'll help my chances. That's a good call. Jock, who you got here? What do you like? I like the uh, the team offline, Nick. And uh, maybe that's just a fake person that Mark made up, right? Yeah. As you guys think. And But no, that's a good, um, based on the performance that, that Nick had and, and Mark's got a pretty solid team. You know, you see the... Uh, it's only three points off there as far as Yahoo says. I think that'll be a good one to watch. So your game of the week here is offline in, in James. Yes. No money, no problem. Oh, did I say James? I thought Mark. Oh, my God. I confused the two. Yes. But yeah. still, it's that one. Yes. Yes. Maybe James made him up. And Mark's got a friend named Nick. But he made that all up just to have a <laughs> fake team. Like in his army team, he's got like seven army friends. I think most of them are fake. So yeah. <laughs> that's their social media profiles are very flimsy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with these ages, uh, you know you can't you can't rule it out you know what i mean no i don't know no i know you can't yeah and you know by today's standards for media i could just say that some blog said that that's not a real guy and it's it, my yeah, opinion it, matters it's like it's the crazy. kid in elementary school who had a girlfriend from florida that you never met you know i mean he's in italy he's like yeah i have these friends you never met him though yeah <laughs> and i want to you know i'm going to get on a soapbox and give a little psa here but to any of our friends who, you know, just get news from wherever. I'll just point out that just Jock and I are just two a-holes who are making a podcast and it makes it look reasonably professional and can put it out there. So it's not hard to have a show. Just, just think, consider that when you hear people telling you things of news. Uh, <laughs> we made a show. No money. No education. The technology uh, is pretty high. No, uh, yeah. I love that PSA. That was great. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in mind, friends. Um mm-hmm. Let's look at transactions, any notable waiver claims here, and uh, <laughs> and then we will wrap this show up because I know these gentlemen have work to do. Uh, looking through, I, the one that we were talking about here, I think that jumps Rondale. out. Yes, Rondale Moore. So Somebody paid $22 for Carolina defense? Come on, Dan. You're smarter than that. That's a big chunk of change. I'm happy anytime people spend money on defenses like that, though, which is which is just fine by me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I, tried, I tried to get him on the cheap. I tried to get him on the cheap. It didn't work. Yeah, so it looked like Bear and I were having a little bit of a mind meld on a couple of these picks. So I end up claiming Rondale Moore for 39 of my hard and fab dollars. Uh, obviously, 0-2 starts got me looking at ways I can improve my roster. So I feel good about that spend. We'll see. Uh, also, always happy anytime I can outbid James, um, <laughs> especially with the remaining fab that he has for him to have put 25 in. Uh, means that he wanted the player. So uh, I think I've already won, really. I mean, I don't know how you keep score sometimes, but 
I feel like a winner to, to have deprived James of the player. Um, Bear, you, you collected uh, resident dead guy, Mark Ingram, the second John, any comments? On yeah, that? that, I mean, that was from last week. Um, oh, that's last yeah, week. Last week. That's last week. I did uh, it. I have him in another well, league and I need running back depth. So yeah, we got but, uh, Derek, Derek Carr. Then let's make it about what he actually did this week. Derek Carr, uh, I think Sid from toy story is what people say he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> He does kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I have I have Waller. Uh, you know, I have Rugs. I have uh, Jacobs. You know, if anything happens, you know, Ru- Russell Wilson's got the starting spot. But I mean, in case anything's ever injured or there's just some just ridiculous matchup, you know, I thought it was smart to have him. You know, I dropped Kirk Cousins, who has similar stats to Derek Carr, but Derek Carr's also had a nice couple, nice start the season, so. Well, and I think it wasn't really the result of a bidding war because I don't see it here. But I I also added Sam Darnold because I was I was looking at Derek Carr. Also, the ankle injury was a little concerning to me. I don't know where he's. I haven't seen any updates on that this week. Um, but yeah. for me, being a Tannehill guy, both those guys were uh, interesting potential waiver claims. Although Derek Carr's off to I think a better the better start of the two. He's averaging um, like thirty eight points a game right now. Yeah, he's doing yeah. quite well, and and their offense I think is doing pretty well overall. Yep. But I just say, Rondale Moore, you know, watching a lot of Big Ten football, 5'10 at Purdue. He he never – I never saw a game where he didn't – he wasn't a big factor. Oh, so, and with the way they play, Kyler Murray running around, another little guy there, I, I think that's a – he's going to be a guy we talk about not just this season but seasons beyond. I, I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed there, but – that's their, their, their offense certainly looks like they're off to a really strong start. And it seems like it's long overdue. I mean, I think if you, if you listen to anything in the fantasy community, people have been talking about Kyler Murray for a long time. I don't think he's ever been a big disappointment, but he's never been the huge payout that people were expecting to be. So, I mean, if this is indeed a breakout season for him, uh, a lot of people benefit from that. Yeah. Yep. Incidentally, I can tell that no one was charmed and seduced by Sam Darnold as I was because the reason I didn't make the waiver report is because no one else bid on him. So, well, he only has Robbie Anderson to throw to, right, Jock? Jerk. Yeah, that's it. Well, no, they got that. uh, What's his name? Uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got the sweet, sweet siren song of having been there in in Charlotte uh, this last week, seeing their stadium and all that, and just. uh, but you know, I think there's something to be said about a guy who got shunned away from the Jets and uh, yeah. that Zach Zach Wilson. Whew, I mean, right. you know, early on, we don't know, but he's no Steve Young so far. Right. Another and BYU it, guy. It so. seems like anyone who doesn't work with Adam Gase is more happy about life. So right. we'll see how that plays out. He's not seeing ghosts yet anyway. <laughs> well, with that, guys, I know we're over time. You are professionals. You have places to be. Uh, shirts to change. Sullied with chili. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Mike, it was so great to have you join us today. Thank you for making yes. the time to do it. I hope uh, everyone who doesn't know Mike got a good flavor of the person that he is because he's a great guy. Uh, Thank you, guys. The uh, The pleasure is all on this side of the screen, so to speak. <laughs> what a flavor I have in my yes. mouth. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, it's been fun, and anytime you guys want me to come on, I'd be happy to fill in. Well, thanks, Mike. Yeah, we might need that for sure. And if for no other reason that, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Like you said, this hour really flew by, hopefully less than an hour for you guys listening, but uh, enjoyed it. Jock, any parting statements, any predictions, anything you want to add to this? I want to add in Seinfeld, did that bike ever get moved? I don't think it did. 
I think it changed bikes. Yeah, it did change bikes. Yeah, Yeah, someone recently pointed that out to me. And Brad would be who I would go to as a phone a friend on that because I'm guessing he has some thoughts. Can you picture Brad? I totally know Brad be like, hey, do you like Seinfeld? No, it sucked. They had a shiki on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Those shifters weren't even connected. That bike is garbage. Doesn't even have mono gears. (laughs) If he was such a successful comedian, why would he have such a bike? Perfect. <laughs> it's not even real. Very, very high note, fellows. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon and good luck uh, this week, unless you're playing me, which I think is uh, Barchi. So, Barchi, terrible luck. I hope all the knees explode um, and I can get a win. Yeah. Love you all. Love you guys. Thanks for joining. And we will Peace see you out. next week. All right. Pizzle. Like me too, Ping Ping.